everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Thanks for Your Concern, and you're here with your hosts, Ella. And I'm Bernice. What is up, everybody? It's an exciting week. We're so glad to have you back. Uh, I just want to say at the top of the show that this is a very exciting episode, and we are growing as a podcast, which is really exciting, but you know, growing and want to say that to grow more, we really need you to make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate it and review it. It really helps us out a lot. And then you can find us on Instagram, which is at thanks the number four, your concern. And I'm at LL tutor. And I'm at Bernice DSM. Thank you so much for all the new listeners. We see, we see you, we feel for you and we love you this week. We are having guests. I know we haven't had a guest in a million years. We're getting our shit together. Don't worry. Don't worry. And we have some new exciting things coming, but let's just jump straight into the show because we do. um, I know we usually do a check-in, but we're going to do it during the show with our guests. Our guests are Richie Armani and Courtney Bird. And they are from Pretty Dunk Podcast. So Verity, are you ready to get into the episode? Let's do it. Welcome. Today we have Richie and Courtney joining us from their podcast, Pretty Slash Dumb. Um, hi, Richie. Hi, Courtney. How are you guys? We're good. How are happy you guys doing? Here. So happy to be here. We're always good, you know, striving and surviving. But this episode is really about you all. So can you tell us maybe a little bit like introduce yourselves, what's your podcast about? Maybe how do you guys know each other? Courtney, do you want to go first? <laughs> Me and Richie are in the same apartment, just different rooms. So it's going to be weird. Um, <laughs> it's podcast magic. <laughs> yeah, we are both, well, I'll speak for myself. I'm a comic in Seattle. We started comedy in 2019. And that's how me and Richie met. That's how we met Ella. And yep. yeah, we're still just grinding, trying to make something happen up here. What was the original question? I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell me about yourself. Oh, yeah. So I'm Richie. I'm a stand-up comedian here in Seattle. Um, Courtney and I met in the open mic scene way back when. And then Courtney and I started doing the Pretty Dumb podcast because uh, we were talking on the phone like all the time. And we just one day were like, you know what? Everyone wants to hear what we have to say. We should just share what we have to say with everyone. And then we started recording podcasts. And so, yeah, that's, that's basically what we've been doing. And that's how we started. Also, I cited you guys as like one of the things that I was like, I want it to be like what they do, right? Like they're doing so good. I want to do what Bernice and Ella are doing. That's so sweet. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) This makes this even better. Well, you guys are hilarious. So I definitely feel like anybody who likes our podcast, if you're listening now, We'll just plug you all the way through the episode, but where the, can they find your podcast as of right now? We are on Spotify and Apple Mute or Apple Podcasts, right? Hopefully, maybe someday other channels, but for now, just those two. Awesome. Yep, and it's just the Pretty Dumb Podcast, or you can also find us on Instagram at the Pretty Dumb Pod. All right. I feel like I'm excited to get into this episode. So this episode, we're kind of just going to be talking about your guys's concept and how it applies to like all of us and just have a funny combo. But we always do updates at the beginning of the week. Do you guys have any updates, any fun things that happened this week? Okay, wait, I have one that happened to me yesterday. So, okay, so I've been seeing someone who's in an open marriage and he's 
really great. I love it because like, I just love knowing that there's like no like long-term commitment worry here. Like there's no pressure. Everything we're doing is just fun. And like yesterday we were leaving a store and this dude ran up to us and was like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, oh my God, hi, I'm sorry. Like I thought he was a TikTok fan or something. And so I was like, <laughs> and so then he was like, I don't know, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking, I'm talking to your friend here. And I was like, oh, cool. And I thought, or he goes, yeah, I know this dude that I was with through his husband and like deep in my bones, I just wanted to be like, I'm sorry, who? You have a husband? Uh, I ended up not doing that. But then like later on that day, we went to a rooftop bar in Cap Hill mm-hmm. and the bartender there was a dude that I have like religiously hooked up with for the last like three years. And I kind of just stopped seeing him not that long ago because like, I don't know if this is podcast appropriate, but like he just couldn't stay hard. So I was like, I'm not wasting my time with you anymore. Yeah. Um, so, so he in front of the dude that I'm with goes, it's been a while. You should come by sometime and like hang out. And I was like, ah, go away. You're so hot, but go away. No. Oh. Seattle is such a small little area. <laughs> it's, uh, we, yeah. I saw, dude, yesterday I saw that dude and then another dude that I like hooked up with the whole time I was like on this date with the guy that I've been seeing. And I'm just like, I have to stop being such a slut or move to a bigger city. Or at least leave Capitol Hill. I was in downtown. <laughs> That's actually happened to me a bunch where I was like, mm-hmm. my boyfriend's like, I feel like you've dated half of the city. And I was like, you're not wrong. <laughs> Berenice, what about you? Well, um, I was telling Richie and Courtney before he came on that I I actually quit my job. So we're like, we're unemployed, we're vibing, we're surviving. I don't really have like a set strategy about my life right now, but like, I feel really good about it. You know, I went to a party yesterday. It was like my first weekend off because I was, I was serving as my job and I literally like, I quit and they let me go like right on the spot. I was like, (laughs) excellent. Like, like I quit, but like, I was also humbly fired. So, you know, like I'm great. It was mutual. And I like started lifting not too long ago. And one of my biggest things was able to do, like, I wanted to do pull-ups and I finally can do like at least three pull-ups. So of course, drunk drunk me saw like a bar and I was like, this is my moment. Like, (laughs) so I was the obnoxious girl doing pull-ups at the party. And I could have not been more proud of myself at that moment. I love that for you. I love that for you. <laughs> Thank you. What about you, Ella? So you guys, I got COVID, okay? I got COVID from Coachella and I was trying to figure out who gave me COVID, who was patient zero because everyone in my Coachella group is negative and I was the only person positive. And the only person I remember having my mask off around was Jared Leto. I think Jared Leto gave me fucking COVID. I'm being dead ass serious. Wait, seriously? I'm being dead serious. (laughs) I'm gonna get a cease and desist from this. No, these are hearty hearts, but I literally saw him in VIP and I did not think it was him because I was like, I don't think someone with that much money could dress like that. Like the outfit was (laughs) off, okay? And (laughs) he also is like so tiny and I love short kings, but I just didn't realize how tiny he was. So I see this tiny little man in a see-through shirt and zipper pants. And I was like, that's not Jared Little, but I was eating garlic nudes. And that was the only time I didn't have my mask off was when I was eating. And so it lines up. So I think it was him. Come after him. I know. Cease and desist. Sue him. 
right? <laughs> it always gets me when I see celebrities. Like I got to uh, help style a shoot for Lord, and I didn't even notice it was her when she came in because she looked homeless. Like her outfit was just rough. <laughs> Did she shush you at any point? <laughs> No, no, she was really, really nice. And actually, like, they had me doing, like, the most absurd shit. Like, I was blowing up gloves and putting them, like, in hand formations. And she saw me, like, blowing up gloves and, like, kind of, like, said, like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And I was, like, she looked at me. <laughs> she likes my work. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys yeah. seen those videos, though, of her, like, shushing her audience? Yeah. So she can, like, sing acapella? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> She's, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, she's really here for it. Okay. You know, that's your experience. You know, her fans live for that shit. Courtney, anything <laughs> new with you? Yeah, I did a, a road gig this past week. Um, my boyfriend and I, and then our friend Jess, we were all on two shows in Idaho. One in Spokane and then one in Idaho. Which part and, of Idaho? Uh, Post Falls. Mm, yeah, not, I don't like Idaho. <laughs> yeah, there was, it was a different vibe for sure. But uh, we drove by our hotel before we checked in because we had a few hours to spare. And I saw on the reader board, it said 24 hour pool and hot tub. And I was like, yes, let's do this. Like we were pumped to like go to the show, have fun and then like have some edibles and then chill in the hot tub. Like that was going to be the end of the night. So we're like, we went to like Walmart and the dudes like bought shorts. Like I don't support Walmart, but that's what there was in Post Falls, Idaho. Okay. There's nothing out there. <laughs> yeah. They bought swim shorts. We were like, yes, this is going to be a great night. And then we got to the hotel and the pool and hot tub were closed for business. <laughs> so we just had to hang out in our tiny little hotel room. Three of us just like, Yes, we'll just go to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> Such a letdown. I would have I would have been like, I need to speak to a manager right now. But we even like like the windows, you could normally see the pool from like the second floor. The windows were all taped up, but we like pulled the tape back and it was like completely under construction. We were like, we're not sneaking in there. Some false advertisement. Yeah. Piss. <laughs> Change the reader board. This is why we're here. All right, you guys. Let's get into the meat of the episode. So what are your guys' favorite moments of being pretty dumb or like something that like epitomizes your podcast in a moment? I feel like we named it this because we're pretty dumb all the time. <laughs> Most of our conversations were like, wait a minute, we're supposed to be adults and uh, this isn't checking out. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that's like the kind of the epitome of it so far has been like, like we like to joke and be like, this is really just us bitching all the time about how much we hate like life and how like hard everything is and like how adulting is just not what we thought it was gonna be and it's like we're both very pretty people I mean like she not right now but like you know we're yeah pretty on, the inside, on the day to, on the day to day yeah, yeah on the day to day on the like, Survey. Really, like catch me on the streets you'd be like oh he's hot right yes but like right now no but and like at the same time though I just like I feel so dumb like so much about comedy and life like I feel like leading my way through life just lying I'm not gonna mm-hmm. speak for Courtney on that but like I'm nope same public. same here Richie will like often like have dating woes and I'll be like I know the advice to give you and he'll be like no I'm a gay man that's nothing you said applies to me and I'm like <laughs> I was doing my taxes this year and I was like this is so fucking dumb like why is this so complicated and of course this year of all years, I had, you know, a couple of I had a couple of shoots, you know, I had a couple of shoots that I had to do my taxes for. 
And I could not find this W2 for this fucking thing for my fucking life of me. I don't even know if I want to share this. Anyways, <laughs> I was <laughs> like literally i went through all this trouble to get all of this tax information all figured out and like the government ran me like a hundred dollars and i was like god fucking damn it like how the fuck did i do all this work for y'all and it's so that i don't have to go to jail but <laughs> i got a hundred dollars this is fucking bullshit dude oh, i feel like yeah. I, I feel like i missed something on my taxes like as soon as i hit said i was like am i supposed to put something in for health insurance was I supposed to do that? <laughs> yeah it's okay you'll probably be fine i had to go get my taxes done because the state of new york is got me fucked up and it was a really humbling experience when the state of new york said baby you owe us two thousand dollars and i was <gasps> like <gasps> dollars for what <laughs> where where's this money going to new york i'm confused um yeah that's so frustrating you're like i'm hopping subways was that math all correct you ended up owing two yeah because washington doesn't have like like state taxes that you have to like essentially pay but new york does and they're they're quite high okay okay is this Fun changing yeah. your interest in moving richie no <laughs> a little bit but no <laughs> It's, it's definitely like, don't think about it too much. Honestly, like if I thought about how much stuff went into New York, like for, for me moving to New York, it was pretty dumb. Like a pretty dumb moment for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, that seems like a pretty life. Like I want that. No rational life, no <laughs> thoughts behind it, just vibes. But sometimes that's the best way to do something, you know? Cause if you, if you see the whole picture, if you break it down, like that looks really daunting and scary and challenging. That's what, yep. Just moved to New York, everybody with no fucking plan. <laughs> no plan. No plan. You're I do the opposite though. Like I'll overthink things and like talk myself out of things. So I think sometimes it's good to be a little naive and like, oh, I'll just see what happens. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't know. I'm planning to go at the end of next year. So like that's, that's the vibe. We'll see what happens. The vibe could change by then. Who's to say? <laughs> Comedy wise, it was really cool. We saw some amazing comedians. It was so funny though, because we show up to the show and they sit us and we're like in the front row. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll get I'll get the little little crowd work, the little roast. And literally, I don't know why, but I was like, if one of these comedians tell me I'm ugly, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Like it's just gonna be the last straw. <laughs> like I've been on the edge for a while. So if they say anything mean, I'm gonna fucking just die. And and they were all very pretty nice to us. So that yeah, was we good. were we were with a friend who forgot how to speak whenever somebody <laughs> referred to her, and it was like the most uncomfortable thing. She would look at she would look at me like I'm her mom, you know, and I'm like, well, like answer the man. These are words. Yeah, literally so funny because it was honestly awkward because at, like you know I felt for the comedian because he would ask her a question and she'd be like <laughs> you guys what do I say and I was like girl <laughs> you're 25 it's okay <laughs> say whatever you want that was a good time yeah that's like my nightmare doing crowd work is just someone just silent not responding at all and I'm just like okay cool now I look like the jackass I was at a show once and the headliner was like trying to do crowd work and he like talked to someone and the guy just said I don't want to participate. And he was like, all right, that's fair. Okay. All right. Another thing we want to talk about is like, what is the time when you're like down bad, but you're still, you're pretty, you know? 
gosh, where to start? Could we just say like every time I've been dumb? Like is that, <laughs> I feel like that's like a fair assessment. I think like the worst of it was like one time I was dating some guy and we were like dating like the whole summer. And he just, like, broke my heart in the fall. Oh, I was supposed to, like, need you for this time of the year. Like, mm. the fall, the holidays, that's when I needed you. You know what? Like, I don't care. I'm still hot. I'm still attractive. And I was, like, going to be on my hot girl fall. And it just, like, it was hot for, like, September. And then suddenly I gained, like, 10 pounds. And it was just, like, that was not it for me. So that was, like, is that a time? Is that, <laughs> is that not <laughs> Where do you say what about you? You know, I feel like anytime I'm tripping over like a man is just like I'm down bad because it's like embarrassing, but I'm still pretty throughout it. You know what I mean? And I think the best part about like when somebody like you decide to terminate something out of your life is like you put all that energy into yourself. So you just get prettier and prettier. Mm-hmm. And then I had this moment where I think this was like my redemption moment where I like I saw this guy I hadn't like I basically closed contact, like told him to stop speaking to me at this party he comes up to me starts yelling at me and he's like hi like we don't have to talk but like can I give you a hug so we know we're good and he was doing like this thing with his teeth right and I just looked at him and I was like are you on drugs like what's going on here and he was like wow yeah yeah yeah. but like like just want a hug like I'll I'll leave you alone like I don't want to hurt you and I was like this this is what's hurting me like Oh, baby, no. Where um, was this? This was at a, like a party. I was like dead sober. I got there like very, very much like coherent me, which is like witnessing this like vision. I don't even know. I don't even know what to call it. But it was probably one of the top five moments of my life where I was just like, this isn't real. <laughs> this is a simulation. <laughs> so I had said that I was pretty, I was down bad, but I was tripping over that. Uh, I'm going to share a story that like, I don't think I even want to share, but we're going to do it. So I had chlamydia and I gave someone chlamydia and it happens, baby. It happens. happens. I had it twice, girl. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) And he broke things off with me. And then like maybe six weeks later, he was like, you know what? Even though you gave me chlamydia and I think you're fucking crazy, like I can't stay away. And I literally have never felt more powerful, but also like down bad. Like that's literally the worst compliment any person can ever give you. And the funny part about this is this guy was legitimately like six, five and like literally like basketball player, crazy tall. And like our whole thing didn't make any fucking sense because I'm five feet tall. He's six, five. Like we shouldn't even be together on that principle. And I gave you chlamydia and you're coming back. And then I had like the fucking audacity to be like, no, I'm pretty sure you gave me chlamydia. And then that like (laughs) (laughs) you came in strong, came back strong. I I honestly my crazy ass, like I was so fucking crazy. I was crazy back then. But no, I was really (laughs) crazy back then. So, you know, I had some crazy thoughts, but that's probably the worst down bad I've ever been in my entire life. But I was still pretty. I took him back. And then, yeah, he basically was like, I cannot fuck with you anymore because he basically was like, we don't need to argue about who gave who chlamydia. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) but like for the record, it was like you. And he was like, no, bitch. And I was like, (laughs) not willing to just like fucking be the bigger person. (laughs) 
And so that's how we ended things. But it needed to end anyways. But, you know. Yeah. Shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> Courtney, do you have one? Um, I'm older than you guys. Can you please define what down bad means? How old are you? <laughs> 36. Really? You look great. You I don't look think I knew you were 36. Like you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were like my age. I'm like 28. I'll take it. One girl, I, she asked how old I was. I was like 36. And she was like, oh, I thought you were like 32. And I was like, is there a difference? But thank you, I guess. Yeah. But, all right. <laughs> Down bad. That means you're not doing well. Not doing well. I mean, when I first moved to Seattle, I was working for a, um, a like a software company. I was just, just random hours, just like working the front desk. It was a really small business at first. And I was not good at my job. I did not want to answer the phones. They were like, oh, you, we need you to figure out this phone system. That'll really help us when we grow. And I was like, I don't think that I would like to do that. That doesn't sound like fun to me. And I would just like watch Chuck every day at work. Just like, there's nothing else to do because the phones don't ring because I haven't figured out how to make them work. So I'm just going to watch this show. And I actually worked there for over a year. And then I finally, I got laid off. Half of the team got laid off, not just me. And when they like fired me, they like brought me into the office and the CEO or no, he was like a board member. Like even the CEO got canned, but he brought me in and he was like, Courtney, I'm really sorry. We just can't keep you on. I was like, Oh no, who's going to refill the snack drawer. And he was like, <laughs> like shocked that I was actually happy. <laughs> and he was like, Ugh. he was like, yeah, I didn't know how you're going to take this. I haven't been able to look you in the eye today. And I was like, well, that's fucking rude. This is the last time you're going to see me. <laughs> It's like, I so, won't be able yeah. to watch Chuck here anymore, but <laughs> thanks for the paycheck. So watch yeah. this at home. <laughs> Can I change my answer? Because I, I remember this specific moment, Ella, you reminded oh, yeah. me of something that happened to me in my life. So this one time I was hooking up with this dude for like a while and I didn't know he had a boyfriend for like the longest. And I was like, wait, what? So then like I cut things off with him and they ended up opening their relationship like a year later or something. And he hit me up and he was like, Hey, I really want to see you again. And like, I don't know. I was like such a slut for attention that I was just like, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll do this shit. And I was like, what are the rules of your open relationship? And he was like, okay, well, I'm not, he was white and I'm sorry, I'm part of the problem, but he was white (laughs) and he was like, okay, like my rules are I can't hook up with Asian dudes and I can't hook up with you. And I was like, yeah, because his boyfriend, he turns out, found out that it was me that he was uh, cheating on him with. And then he, this dude had like, uh, like insecurities about the fact that like he was Asian and he wanted to be like the only Asian guy that his boyfriend hooked up with. And then um, I I felt really bad about what I did after that, learning that information. But I was like, I've never felt more wanted in my life because this guy's really, really willing to risk it all again, twice or me. And I hooked up with him like four or five times. Damn. You know, I guess, I guess I love that vindication, honestly. I know. And the worst part is, is I was like, I would never date you. Like, I would never date you. I was just doing this because I thought it was fun. Well, that's most of the time, right? Yeah. Um, I would never date most of the people I've had relations with. For real. I feel like I'm really good at general about being down bad, but still pretty. I don't know if I like is because I'm a Scorpio and I just don't, don't like showing my feelings, but like people can tell you I was down bad, maybe four years of college. It was bad, but you couldn't tell like my, you know, my, my life on social media is like, 
like people are like, oh my God, you're out all the time. You have such a fun life. And I was like, I was unhinged and severely depressed, but I'm glad that <laughs> you had, you think I have a pretty life. <laughs> people would come up to us and be like, you guys are like so crazy and so fun. And I was like, bro, We're it's not Ill. well, bro. This <laughs> yeah. is it was dead inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is unchecked mental illness, bro. Like I'm happy it's entertaining for y'all, but something needs to get figured out. Over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's all for the gram, baby. And now we we got TikTok. But I love TikTok because you can be, you can be, I feel like you can be yourself on TikTok because everything is like so much more relatable. And people like connect with people being like frantic and like I guess just like like a normal human being. That's real. Like everyone is so much more real on TikTok. And it's like so much less filtered, like most of the time, I would say. I don't know about like everything else. But like, I just love that it's like so easy to just be yourself on there. Follows on TikTok, everybody. <laughs> you need to be more unhinged on TikTok. You should. You should. I think I should be. But sometimes I'm like, I'm like, okay, how unhinged can I be? Because my day to day life is probably like, like people would be like, this bitch is lock her up, man. This is just awful. <laughs> like, what the fuck? She goes through so many thoughts in a day. But that probably would make me the most successful. You know, these crazy people we have the biggest followings. Just be careful because like, or well, maybe don't be careful. I don't know. You guys probably get stuff like this all the time. I posted an unhinged TikTok the other, like last week and I got so much hate for it in my uh, comments. It's honestly so funny when I like what, oh, I always, I like everything I see. But when I see comments, I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers are brutal. I think that's why I probably haven't posted is because like I don't want to be bullied like I <laughs> am very afraid of being bullied online for whatever reason just because people are mean and I just don't know if I want to invite that energy by posting yeah. something in public which is probably no my big yeah I love attention so I'm like bring on the hate because <laughs> we're <It's> we're, <laughs> we're people being like you're the worst kind of person and like all kinds of shit I had someone I had my first like kill yourself comment like and I was like I'm doing something right I yeah, know. yeah I, I made I'm it doing right <laughs> mama I made it's so it hard for me to like keep my mouth shut if someone is saying something that I think is stupid so I if I did get internet hate I would just be in the comments arguing back and just wasting my time like no this is why you're wrong not good nothing wrong with that prove your point <laughs> be right I'd say um, our next one's kind of like, what was a time where we were just like a little spacey? It could be like a job or maybe more of like education environment up to you. My current day job, I feel really spacey. I genuinely have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I've been in this role for a little over a month and I literally have no clue what I'm doing. Like I was literally trying to do my job the other day. So I'm a recruiter now for a tech company and I just got promoted into this role where I'm like, reaching out to people on LinkedIn and being like, hi, do you want to come work at this company? And like, literally, I finally had some people be like, yeah, I'm interested in the job. And I like sent them the application and I was like pushing them through the steps of it all. And I was like, I hella don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm going to fuck up someone's application, someone's future. Like, and then there was all these forms. And I was like, I think I need to send these to the candidates. And someone was like, why did you send those to those candidates? Those are internal forms. And I was like, I literally hate <laughs> here. here so much. Jobs are interesting because I would say like, I'm a very unproblematic person when it comes to working because I genuinely don't care. So if like someone's telling me, you know, three or four times, like man explaining something to me or just like, 
like really unnecessary stuff, I'm always like, okay. And then I'll just like move on with my day. Like, I don't know. I learned it from my parents, honestly, because they used to, you know, we used to get into things, but I learned my sister would always like come back saying something and I would just say, okay. And then I just go do whatever I wanted, which became kind of an issue. But yeah, I think sometimes being a little airy at a job, it can be beneficial. Okay, People want to help you. If people want to help you when you're just like, oh, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> and then people don't don't ask you like 10 million questions. Sometimes it's nice to be underestimated at jobs. That's really the vibe that I'm trying to go for. I want to know just enough to get through my day to day and like just be under the radar as fuck. Like I don't want people being like, do you want to take on a project you're doing so well? I don't want that. <laughs> no, I don't actually. Yeah. But I feel like saying no looks bad. Yeah. That's why that dude, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a fine balance. It's a yeah. fine balance. No, I, I totally get that. The time where I'm like spacey, I like would pretend to be dumb when I worked at the gym because that was like my picking grounds for men, you know? That's like my fucking type. I like the muscular men. And so when I was at work, I would pretend I would just like I would go to a club and see them and then I would just hang out by them and they'd be like, oh, do you work in the gym? I'll be like, oh my God, me? What? Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, I think I had dated like four people that I just like pretended like I didn't like I was like, I'm going to date that guy. He's hot. I like his body. Um, it never worked out, but it kind of worked out, right? It kind of worked out. Like you kind of got what you needed, right? Like, And then, you know, people are like, oh, how can you pull Ella? Oh, I can pull. I've dated models. <laughs> I'm sure you their Instagrams. And then they're like, damn, what? I was like, yeah, this dude, he cheated on me. But it's okay. <laughs> I used to try to learn Japanese, okay? I tried learning Japanese for like eight years. It's just something I was never good at. But anytime I had Japanese class, like growing up and mostly in college, I would dress like extra cute to class because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So I knew that the only way that I could get through it was through the help of my peers. And so I would sit like right by like kind of like the dorky, like nice looking boys. And then I I'd, sometimes like I bring snacks. And then sometimes <laughs> when I didn't know an answer to the homework, I'd be like, hey, Ryan. So like, what did you get? What did you get for this one? I'm just making sure like I didn't do it wrong. And then um, they would show me their homework. <laughs> yeah. You got to use what you got. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. Heavy. It sounds pretty smart. It sounds pretty smart. You know, it's funny that you say you don't speak Japanese because I tell everyone, I'm like, she's so amazing. She's trilingual. She speaks <laughs> Spanish, English, Japanese. It's incredible. Her mind. <laughs> <laughs> on a good day, I can speak Japanese. On a bad day, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> like if we were out at a bar and like someone started speaking Japanese to you, would you be able to like reply? Depends how fast they're talking and what they're talking about. Cause I haven't studied Japanese for a while now, but it's coming back. You know, it's like I go through like little lapses in my life where I was like, I should really get back into Japanese. I'm trying to get into anime now. That's my new thing because I know like that's where the money's at. Like if I start watching anime, I could probably like get more Japanese knowledge and I want to Japan someday, you know, and actually speak it there. Uh, that, that would be helpful. But it's hard to not to learn a language when you're not fully involved and submersed in, in, yeah. in it. Yeah. And I'm trying to teach myself Spanish right now. How's it going? Bueno. <laughs> muy bueno, muy bueno. 
Oh, same thing. So when I was at Coachella, uh, I was, I, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm dark AF. I've gotten like eight shades darker and I had people, and I was also going to all of like the Latin Latina artists because lineup, not great. But if you, if you're from Latin America, it was a great lineup. There was some amazing <laughs> fucking artists. Okay. And so people would keep on talking to me in Spanish. And I was like, Ew! I hate, I like know what you're saying, but I can't fucking speak what I need to, to you. Cause I have like a high, like comprehend not high that's fucking i have better comprehension <laughs> than i do spoken so i was like okay let me try to like immerse myself now and it's been doing really good because guess what i work from home i need to do multiple things with my brain at once you know because my thing when i went into the office was i need to like function as a human being and not let them know that i'm fucking nuts right <laughs> now that i don't have that anymore i need something else to occupy my brain I tried to learn vietnamese like three weeks before i went to vietnam and i think i learned two words it wasn't great at least you tried (laughs) I got so much attention when I was there because I guess a lot of tourists who were in the same areas we were had never seen like blonde haired blue eyed very pale people before so so many people asked me for photos and I was like um am I on a tv show this feels like you're all just trying to steal my money or something like oh get the dumb American She's an easy target, but just turns out they had never seen a very pale white person before. I would have so small. (laughs) I would have taken that delusion and be like, oh my God, they know my comedy. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm famous in Vietnam. (laughs) You guys follow me on TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) They know who I am. Do you guys have any other thoughts? Let's do it. Okay, cool. If you guys are in the Seattle area, I'm doing my first headlining show at the Rendezvous on Friday, May 20th. Um, I'm going to be doing my first like 45 minutes to an hour set. Come hang out, you guys. It'll be a good time. That'll be exciting. And that is May 20th. Yeah. Tickets online. What's up? Tickets online. Tickets online. Tickets on my Instagram bio. Um, So my Instagram bio is Richie, R-I-C-C-I underscore Armani. Come through, come hang out, and follow us, follow Pretty Dumb Pod, and Parlor Tricks Comedy. They're the ones producing the show that I'm headlining. So come through, come hang out, follow the us on there, too. We will see you. We will put that all in the description box. Courtney, plug all your yes. stuff. Uh, I'm producing a show at Tacoma Comedy Club. It's a monthly all-female showcase called Live Rude Girls. So the next one is May 21st at 4.30 p.m. So you can go to Richie's show. Friday night, then you can come to my show Saturday afternoon. It's going to be a fun weekend. And yeah, I'm really excited. The first one that I produced was this like a week ago and it was awesome. Huge turnout. And I'm really excited to see how it goes. Awesome. Producing performing oh, amazing thing <laughs> love it look at us look at us <laughs> well thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast again for listeners you need to go follow pretty dumb podcast and you can find them on instagram and then also on apple music we will link everything that has been plugged this week in the description box thank you so much for having us i always hey. enjoy talking to both yeah, of you yeah thanks for being here <laughs> Let me know when you come to New York. Yeah. Um, I'll be ready. We can yeah, I'll shoot you a message. Cause yeah, I'm like, I'm hella trying to do fun things. Okay. And yeah, I'm trying to get on some gigs. And there's some, there's a big dumb white dude that I'm trying to fuck who lives in Manhattan. I love that. So, Is he yeah. famous? No, he's not. He's a tech nerd. I met him on Alki Beach last summer. And mm. oh, I can't say his name, but his name is so stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> 
Damn, straight up just shitting on this dude. I'm sure he's, <laughs> he's, so I'm sure he's, he's, he's like a bodybuilder and he's mm. like a tech nerd and he's just like so, so shy. And his name is like his name is the beer from a cartoon. And I'm just like, you're so stupid. <laughs> I I want to ride you to the sunset. <laughs> oh, I hope I hope that for you. Let's manifest. Thank you. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, thanks again for being on the show and we'll catch you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Plugs of the week. So my plug of the week is going to be hats by Abby. And you can also find their website made by Abby. Abby is a adult with autism and she likes to make hats and some other cool items by hand to, you know, she's just a creative little being and you can find them at hats at hats by Abby on TikTok if you want some awesome content. And then you can also find them on Instagram. And then again, what I said was their website is madebyabby.com and their hats are really affordable and handmade. And you can actually even get different sizes, colors. It's really cool. I love that. Okay, so my plug of the week is Luna Goddess Creations and you can find her on Instagram. I'm pretty sure she sells through Instagram and essentially it is, you know, like the, I I would say this is kind of like trendy right now, but also overall like good style. It's given like back when Ed Hardy used to do like cutouts in like their shirts and then like tie them together in like really intricate ways. So she does that with a bunch of items and they're honestly like super cool. I'm definitely going to support her business soon with all the festival season coming and overall some summertime fun so again you can find her at luna goddess creations on instagram those are the plugs of the week all right everybody that was the episode i want to just give another big shout out to our guests from pretty dumb podcast and thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and that you rate and review us it really helps us out a lot and Also, make sure that you are following us on Instagram because we're going to have some Instagram exclusive content. So you need to be make sure you follow us on there. You can find us at thanks number four, your concern. And I'm at LLTutor. And I'm at Bernice ADSM. Love you, kisses. Ta-ta.